Previously on The Forge. I am Cardinal Mathis. What can we do for you? What I need is for you to retrieve Red at his residence and bring him to my office within the Grand Cathedral. There is this tall, beautiful, proud elf. Hello? I am Ariel. So you go upstairs, you go all the way up to the fourth floor, and there's a luxury suite. It takes up the whole floor. It's just like a little small area, though. And as you unlock the door, you hear glass shatter on the other side. So, Hubris, Sylvie, and Brom, you three sit in the tavern at the bar when all of a sudden you guys hear this glass shattering and this shouting from above you. Ariel betrayed me too. Everybody's, everybody's just trying to kill me. They're all just trying to... Sylvie fires a crossbow bolt at Red, nails him in the knee, and his kneecap is, like, busted. It also nicked an artery, and he's bleeding out profusely while running down these stairs. And then, just too late, Humility drops the warp wall that she put up, and the spikes within Red disappear, and Red just collapses and slides down the stairs. He was just... They were just looking for a real, for real immortality. And they, you just stopped that. And she begins to like clench her fists in, in, in rage. And her, his shirt crumples into her hands and she just begins to scream, leave. Humility, you reach out and you touch the orb and remove the channeling capabilities so that you can deactivate it. And as soon as you do, the wall disappears and a hallway that looks like it was chiseled away from the original structure of the Grand Cathedral reveals itself. And from beyond that hallway, you hear nothing except like the shuffling of cards and grunts. The three of you stand at the precipice of this recently newly revealed hallway uh, with only the sound of shuffling cards and grunts at the other end. What do you do? Is it dark? Uh, yeah, other than the fact that Brom's holding a torch. Brom's first. So I'm actually far more comfortable just handing this torch to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> I can see without it anyways. I mean, I'm a little afraid because we're both pretty low on health right now, I think, aren't we? We didn't take a rest, did we? No. 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 You have not. Hmm. Because we're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me that he's the boss. Uh-oh. What's the plan here, guys? I hand the torch to the nearest person to me. Who's <laughs> the nearest person to you, Brom? Not sure yet. It's not me. Uh, All right. Probably so you hand me torch to humility. <laughs> All right. Get the fuck out of my face. We love you. <laughs> All right. This picture that you sent us is this the hallway? Uh, it's the 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 long, empty thing that is the hallway, and it leads into two different rooms. Um, can I take the torch and then roll a perception check? Sure. I roll an eleven. In addition to hearing those grunts and shuffling cards you also hear the sound of like metal on wood and then at the far end of the hallway you see a like flickering light um but you can't make out like anything that's on the other side of the hallway you can only see that there's like probably another torch or something lighting the area and you see that torch light kind of lighting the walls and floor and stuff um can i make an etheria check Sure. Five. Um, you can't really feel anything magical. 
Dang it. Right now? Unless there was something specifically you were looking for. No, I was just kind of trying to sense, like, if there was, like, any presence around, kind of, like, besides us, you know? I gotcha. Nothing, no, nothing really, no. I mean, you still have that orb to your right, but that's it. So, um, I guess I'm just gonna walk down the hallway. Um, as you get, like, halfway down the hallway, you realize that your footsteps are echoing off the stone walls and the stone floor, and when you realize this, you also realize that the sound of shuffling cards and grunts have stopped. You know what I should have done first, you guys? <laughs> you probably should have stealth first, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the rogue makes a mistake. Again. <laughs> what? Listen. I don't want to hear it. Do you stop or do you keep going? Um, I'm going to stop. Okay. So you stop in this hallway. Yeah. This hallway. Yeah. And um, all other sounds are gone other than like now you hear the crackling of a flame probably from the torch that's lighting the room. Okay. Um, you know, on the other end of the hallway. Okay. And also from your torch that you're carrying. Can I now stealth? Sure. Okay. You can now stealth. Listen. He already knows you're there. Shut up. I'm not gonna stealth. I mean, I don't have any, so. I do roll a seven. A seven? Okay. Uh-huh. How are you hiding in this barren, very lit hallway? Holding the torch. I'm gonna... There's nothing in here. No, it's just a hallway. There's a door at the end, though, right? Um, in my map there is, but if there was a door at the end, you wouldn't have heard those grunts and shuffling cards. So the map is not correct. The map is not correct. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess I'm just gonna stop moving and see if he's just like, oh, I just heard things. And then I'm just, I'm just gonna wait. All right. See if he's a Skyrim NPC. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Must well, have been my imagination. What did you roll a seven? Yeah. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Uh. You hear nothing, other than the crackling torch. I continue to wait. Okay. How long do you plan on waiting? Until. Brom and Sylvie become annoyed with me and move past me. I'm I'm not gonna move, and I'm gonna whisper. Um, I'm gonna whisper. Shh. I'm trying to see if he'll forget that I'm here. And those voices echo down the hall. <laughs> and a half orc, rip off with a great axe, yes. steps around the door, like the the entry, the other end of the hall, and sees all three of you. Even though, Humility, you are standing very still. you I, I hate to break it to you. You have not mastered Drax's invisibility. <laughs> yes. Should I put the torch out? What's that going to do? I, I, was, I was curious. I asked in character if I should put the torch out. And I say in character, what's that going to do? <laughs> the half-orc begins stepping toward you. And then... Behind that half-orc is another half-orc. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. No, no, no. I just want you all to be aware that this is a one-meter-wide hallway. Yes. So those half-orcs are blocking your way through. 
We're gonna go ahead and roll initiative. Okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking die. All right, Britt, you let me know when you're ready for initiative. Sorry, I, I have my initiative. I rolled a 10. All right, Sylvia, what'd you get again? Four. Again? Brom? Yeah, I know. I keep rolling like fours and fives. Zero. Mm-hmm. The half-orcs got an eight. Oh, Heck. I hate that. They're so fast. Heck. All right. <laughs> Doesn't that mean it's going to go ally, enemy, ally, ally? Yeah. Well, and do the two half-orcs go together? Yes, they will. Oh, okay. Who's going to go first? Can I run? Uh, run toward them or run away from oh, them? Oh, no. Away. Away? Yeah, yeah sure. Can I go first, guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to run back to behind Sylvie and Humility. A little bit okay, perfect. behind. But... Are you going to cast any forms as well, or...? No. Okay, so you just fall behind. <laughs> Great. Um, is that the end of your turn then? Yep. Okay. The half orcs begin to continue forward, and at this point, all three of you see that they are wearing padded armor with the insignia of the Order Eternal on it. Um, and the first half orc gets up right up to humility. And he swings his axe down on humility twice. Oh, okay. Well, bye, guys. First attack is an eight versus fortitude. (laughs) Yep. Okay. Second attack is uh, higher than that. Uh, (laughs) First one is going to deal 11 fire damage. And the second one is going to deal uh, 15 fire damage. Bye, guys. Bye forever. And Humility catches on fire, and in a blink of an eye, her body turns to ash and is now just smoking in front of Sylvie and Brom. They gain 550 experience. Great. Thanks for letting me know. Only one of them does. Um, You actually gained 1550 from... Oh, fight, babe. Correct, and then I... Oh, we didn't rest. Oh, and then you spent some. We didn't rest. Uh, nope, just kidding. say you took an hour le- an hour rest in that walk. You just, like, took a leisurely stroll over there. Or are we not going to do that? We're just going to go ahead No, it's too there. late for that now. Okay, then... So they gained 2,550 experience. Holy <laughs> fuck, okay. Well, unfortunately, they only gain... 1,250. Now he has all the seals. That's the, that's the truth. Um, and then the other one can't push beyond him. So that's the end of the enemy turn. And we cross out that first ally. Great. Here, let me. I got it. Hey, it's me, and I'm going to die as well. I guess I'm going to just use Ray and infuse it with the ice aspect. 12. 12. You successfully hit their will. Um, go ahead and roll your damage, and then they've got to roll a survival check against the number 12. Okay, um, I'm gonna add another AP to up the damage, so I'm gonna roll two days. Okay. Um, they rolled a 13. That was so close, man. They rolled a 13, so they are not frozen. Or that one is not frozen. Eight damage. Fantastic. All right. 
Are we gonna run? Um, are you gonna run? Are we gonna run? I mean, we can. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm ran right now, but you're the you're the first one to get out of there, buddy. So we're gonna run. You fall back, and you're now back in his office, um, and you still have plenty of movement speed to leave the room as well. Do you leave the office entirely? No. Where's Sylvia at this point? Um, Sylvia's still in the middle of the hallway. Yeah, I'm still standing still, casting Ray. I'm going to hang out and just tell her she should come with me. Run away. Hey, cleric, you going to heal her? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good idea. (laughs) Otherwise, I'm going to die. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna cast Ray. Okay. And I'm gonna make sure that it doesn't go through her, it just hits her. You don't have to roll for that, you just. Perfect. And I'm gonna uh, nine. Um... Nice. So, Sylvie, you regain nine HP. Sweet. Thanks, buddy. And now it's the enemy's turn. Do you still have the endurance table up? Oh yeah, I do. You roll and tell me what you got. How much? What was the risk? Uh, two. Two. Okay. And then uh, I rolled four. Four. All right. You take two damage and lose one AP. So this other, this the same half orc is now going after Sylvie. Um, So the half orc um, now moving toward you, Sylvie, puts one. Uh, puts its axe in one hand, and then you see it unsheath this ornate bone dra- uh, bone dagger, and it comes after you with both of those. Um, no thanks. Of- <laughs> <laughs> She's like, um, I don't think so. No, actually, no. The first attack is gonna be... <laughs> oh, no. I don't like that at Six- all, Paul. 16 versus your fortitude. You got it, Buster Brown. And then the second one is going to be... Five versus your reflex. That one actually didn't get me. Nice. nice. Alright, so you're only getting hit by the axe. Oh boy, that was nothing. I rolled nothing. Alright. You take seven fire damage. Um, the other half orc follows closely behind, um, but still can't squeeze through since it's a small hallway. And that's the end of the enemy turn. Sylvie, what are you going to do, buddy? I'm skedaddling. Are you going to continue to attack this guy? Can I... It's Ray, so you can continue to deal that damage, or you can just run. I don't know. It's up to you. You're way faster than me, so if you used your action to also move, you'd just run right by me and just leave me behind. I know, but I'm think- so. I'm wondering if I should, if I should just double run and have you close that door and then run, because you could do that, right? If it's a door and not an illusion yeah i think that could work i'm talking about like you have to touch like activate yeah, the power thing activate the form if the form is causing just an illusion then they could just walk right through it that's true if the form is creating a wall then we would be fine what do you want to write but i'm i'm on board for that let's try okay. that okay i'm gonna i'm i'm not gonna attack him i'm just gonna double run and get outside of the outside, outside of the, the office hallway. as i run past brahm i yell Close it. All right, you run out of the office entirely, out the out the door and everything, um, and you yell that. Humility. You wake up in the vault um, with a cleric beside you, and he says, "Oh, I'm ready to heal. I'm ready to fill your phylactery if you like." <laughs> 
he turns I'm... midwestern oh oh i'm extremely uncomfortable but i allow him to do so you still have like these smoldering um scratches across your body um that are slowly healing up but you can tell they're gonna scar and it's gonna look like a little burn um and he's just like "Ooh, what'd you get into there kiddo fire fire huh fire wow well he's just he's just trying to ask you about this he's trying to do that customer service thing where he's trying to learn more about you while also like just doing his job and you're not cooperating all that well so he's just like well i guess i'll just fill your phylactery and you can go back to the fire hey g and he refills g thanks uh we'll just call that your action then you can use your five movement to leave the vault i would like that yes it is now Brom or Sylvie's turn at the top of the order. I'm going to activate the orb. All right. You activate the orb as your action. Yep. And the wall pops up. Yep. And then you still have your movement. And I'm going to run out of the office and attempt to okay. catch up to Sylvie. Sounds good. You uh, look back just in time to see a half-orc phase through Fuck! the wall. <laughs> no! <laughs> I knew it was illusory. I knew it was an uh, illusory wall. I was scared. Um, it's worth a but shot. But then you uh, see it stop at the doorway and close the door, and you hear it click. Oh. oh. And that's it. Uh-huh. So he locked us out. Okay. Guys. We're, we're out of initiative now. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm sprinting up. back to the office because I'm like terrified that they're like getting their butts kicked back there. I think since he like, right. locked us out, we shouldn't go too far because I would assume humility be coming back here, and I wouldn't want her. Yeah, to and I, I figure we should be leaving or going to find humility because we know where yeah. she's gonna pop up anyway. Right. And to like if when we go back there, like we should rest up because we know what's <sighs> awaiting us. Yeah. So, Humility, you run back, and it takes you about uh, three minutes to get back there from the vault. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm like, they're find, already dead. And you find Brahm and Sylvie just standing outside the door uh, <laughs> with the yep, with the closed door, and they're fine. In fact, Sylvie looks like she's feeling better than when you left her. What happened? Uh, we ran. Oh. Yeah, you died, and then we left, and yeah. They, they locked us out, so... I mean, fair. Yep. Thoughts. The door's an illusion. It was just yeah. an illusion spell. It wasn't like the a wall. When they're mad the at you wall. for getting right. in on their Uno game. <laughs> 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 well, let's go back in. Uh, I'd like to rest up first. They or just we could... killed you? You yeah. want to just go back already? No, yeah. I'm we not. Just, we can I'm just not ready out here for Mathis, and then when Mathis comes back, it's like, "Hey, man, we were waiting for you." Yeah, I think that's what we should do. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Okay. Does that count as a rest okay. though? Because I need to heal up. Yes, let's rest. Yeah. So you guys, you guys can wait an hour and heal up a little bit. Sweet. Uh, how long do you guys plan to wait for Mathis? Um, if he's not no. back within an hour, maybe. Knowing much about the church, could I know, or, like, do I know where any sort of office is nearby or, like, dormitories or anything in, like, the super near vicinity? 
Yeah, definitely. Um, actually, with that in mind, do you want to maybe roll an insight or yeah, yeah, an insight for what's for the Grand Cathedral in general? I have a three insight. A three insight. A, a, a total. A total of three. Yes, insight. three. Okay. Yes. Okay. You know where the cafeteria and the dorms are because yeah. you've been there. Right. <laughs> Man, bummer. I was about to give you guys a secret. Damn. I'm so sorry. Thing. I don't actually have insight, so I just have a passive. Yeah. Theory. Yeah. That's a bummer. Yep. I agree. All right. Well, you know where the dorms and the cafeteria are. Okay. Well, I've uh, we stay here for about an hour, and then if he doesn't return, then we go to the dormitories, and then rest and come back in the morning. I'm into that. Sounds okay. good to me. Cool. So you guys wait there for an hour. Yep. And he does not return. Boo. Do we hear anything suspicious happening in the office? Nope. Okay. I mean, you could roll a perception check, I suppose. Yeah, I got a four. A four? Four. No, you don't hear anything. Okay. Okay. Well, we just want to go eat, go to sleep. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So you guys head to the cafeteria and you enjoy their, their the meal that they're making and you know it's 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 your regular church food so you know donuts um, the blood of Christ <laughs> the flesh of Christ I'm kidding um, <laughs> no it's uh, it's like hospital food let's equate it to hospital That's cool um, and then Brahm I believe you do actually have a dorm here since you just moved in and started working with the church. Um, on your way to become a cleric, so I believe you have your own dorm. Um, otherwise, Sylvie and Humility, you guys can stay with them or go back to your places, whatever you prefer. No, I'll stay here. Okay. Same. So you guys all head back to Brahm's dorm. Um, and Brahm has his bed, and it's like a college dormitory, and he's got his roommate's bed next to him across the room. Um, and the, the room's empty otherwise, so... Um, sweet. So take an eight-hour rest. You guys were um, interrupted about at midnight when Brom's roommate came back and grumbled about Brom bringing all the ladies over <laughs> and then crashing in bed. But, uh, yeah, otherwise your sleep is uninterrupted. Except for uh, you, Sylvie. Sylvie, in the middle of the night, you have a dream. And it's in the... You're, like, in this in-between realm in between the planes where it's really dark but you can see this blurry gray black and white um surrounding you and it's just like it's just this blur of black and white motion basically and in this same area in this barren area stands a raven just on the ground with blue eyes and blue fringed feathers and she looks at you and says so you're just gonna let him get away with it you're no better than red what you have the capacity actually to um to interact with this raven you it feels like it's a waking dream you can say whatever you want or do whatever you want in this area too oh my god okay i'm like let who get away with what? You think Red was smart enough to do this all on his own? He was just the courier, just the traitor, just the desecrator. What do you think happened to those bodies, Sylvie? 
Mathis has them. I'll be waiting. And then you wake up and it's daytime. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I assume I wake up in like a cold sweat. Yeah, definitely. Uh, everybody else slept very peacefully. And you, you slept well enough to recover HP and AP and everything. But uh, you're, if you were trying to regain... If sanity were a thing yet and you were trying to regain sanity, you wouldn't have. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, yeah, I like jolt awake and like very sweaty, very alarmed. Do you tell us? Yeah, I do. Brahm's roommate wakes up at this time uh, when when you're in the middle of explaining this and says, "Yo, it's just a dream. Chill out." Shut up, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> and now his name is Derek. <laughs> Named after nobody in particular. <laughs> and Darren looks at Brahm and says, Chill out, bro. <laughs> and then gets dressed in his robes and his plague doctor's mask and then leaves the room to go get food or something. Okay. So this dream is a thing that happened. We should go check on Mathis again. And if he's not here still, maybe we should just go back to the beat. <laughs> That's what that's what the savory sanctum was shaped like, right? A beat. Oh, the beat. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, or how do we feel about that? I, I mean, think I'm just at a loss because I don't know if we should go back into that room we found or if we should actually go back to the savory sanctum. Um, I think we should try to find Mathis really quick. That's what I was saying. So we try to find Mathis yeah. and then we go back to the beat. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's a place to start. Especially since having this dream, he could be associated with the beat. Mathis? The savory sanctum. I hate that you guys are calling it the beat. I hate that you called it the savory sanctum, so... (laughs) Give me the beat, boys. (laughs) Alright. You guys return to Mathis' office and the door is still locked. God damn, Mathis. What the fuck? Fine. Let's go back to the Savory Sanctum and see if we can maybe sneak in and investigate stuff. Or do we want to hang out for that, like, a week or so? Until the next delivery. Until the next delivery. I don't know if that'll still happen since Red is now dead. Wait, we still have that book, don't we? Mm-hmm. Journal. Open it. And then, yeah, that that ledger. Mm-hmm. The ledger or the journal? The journal that had the recording of, uh, what was it? Was it Lost People every five the, weeks or so? Or? So the ledger. The ledger. The ledger. So you wanted to look at Red's ledger? That's what we wanted to look at? Not the journal from the centuries old stuff? Correct. Okay. Anything in particular looking for in this ledger? A new entry or something. A new entry? Why would yeah. it be a new entry? Since we, we stole it? it? Oh, I don't know if we were looking for it or if we were... Actually, you know what we should look for? We should look for a pattern. Because was it every... Because it was about every five weeks at the Savory Sanctum, but uh-huh. like every week at a different place, right? Or was it like every couple of days, Paul? Uh, it was about every five weeks or so, yeah. That they would that Red would deliver a new body to the Savory Sanctum. Yeah, but I mean, like, did he, he did other deliveries, though. Not just oh, yes, to the Savory Sanctum, right? 
Yep, he did. So how often did he do those deliveries is what I was looking at. Um, so he would visit the cave of, I mean, he'd usually have a, I mean, it was, it was very varied. Uh, the only real pattern that you see is um, with the Savory Sanctum. You do see a couple other locations that he's been, though. You see the name Gruvalim. Sorry, Gruverlim. <laughs> um, yeah, you see the the city of Gruverlim, and it's it's dwarven. Um, you see that he's done some deliveries there. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. My, there are 15 places fairly close. <laughs> <laughs> Siri just activated. That was terrifying. That was terrifying. What happened? <laughs> what the? F- it's because I said Groover Limb so often. Just, hey, Siri, um, Groover Limb. <laughs> <laughs> um, you see a couple other cities, some of them down south, um, but it's it's mostly been business with the Savory Sanctum. Uh, Brom, do you recognize this dwarven city? Do I? Uh, it is the Grooverlim Stronghold. Um, it produces the largest amount of um, like moonstone and iron um, from its mines, and so therefore the orders, the order has combined forces with Grooverlim to. Um, make it kind of a, a a city stronghold between the dwarves and the order um do you know which stronghold you are from based off the map that i gave you um from it no i definitely know though that i wasn't really into mining which is why i did right. more spell casting or form casting cool. um you also know that it's kind of uh, actually, you know what? I need you to roll a history on this one. Uh, seven. Seven? Okay. I'll give you this. Um, you know that when everybody was trying to find a solution for everybody dying from all these monsters entering Quail and stuff, um, that the Order worked on their stuff in the middle of um, Dragonheart Island, which is um, now Grand Cathedral. Hmm. Um and Grooverlim, which is almost directly south of Grand Cathedral, is actually where the dwarves began working on their experimentation. You don't know what they learned, you just know that that's where it all began for the dwarves. I relay that information. I think maybe we should just go check out the Savory Sanctum again. But I, I don't know if we should wait that time since Red is dead, so we probably won't have another delivery, or maybe if he had, like, a downline that he like gave orders to and they bring the bodies or what i mean maybe we just talk about it when we go there we might always run into mathis you never know um we could ask duke if he knows where mathis is yeah i guess we could go talk to duke (laughs) all right so you guys go to duke and he's sitting in his regular place and is like oh it's you guys again yeah what's up duke um, what do you want? Uh, do you know where Mathis is? This? Um, the Cardinals can do whatever they please. I don't keep track of that. That's not what I asked. Wow, God, Duke, you're so helpful. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad I could be of service. Would see, you need anything else? See, Duke, I thought that you being 
the dwarf that you are that you would just know so many things and you've let me down. Are you I thought to you'd flirt know. with him right now? It's not working. He let you down. Wink wonk. <laughs> wink wonk. <laughs> I thought you'd know. You let me down. Alright. Oh no. What will I do? Can okay. I help you with anything else? He couldn't help us in the first place. I walked away. <laughs> Well, you're probably right, because you haven't left any faster. So can I help you leave any faster? No, I'm done. I'm leaving. Oh, goodbye. Okay, so you guys leave. Just far less impressed with the order in the last, like, three days. (laughs) (laughs) Will you question all your morals as a cleric? (laughs) In three days. Let's go to the Savory Sanctum, then, yes? We don't really have anything else, so... To the beat! Alright, so you guys head to the Savory Sanctum. It takes about 15 to 20 minutes again. Um, and you arrive where you see that the um, broken glass from the uh, luxury room is still all over the place. Um, the windows haven't been boarded up at all. Um, either from the upper, the upstairs or the window that the raven broke through um, when she flew in. When you walk up to the front door, you see that the doors are wide open. You walk in, and it's empty. Everything is in the same state of disarray as it was when you left it, except nobody's there. Um, Looking around, you see that anything of value is gone. First question. Uh, I want to go to the kitchen. Did they leave any food? Uh, yes, but none of it was refrigerated. No! Some so there's some produce that's still good. Okay, some I eat it. Some spiteful asshole left it all out of the refrigerator. There's no refrigeration unit in oh, the safe yeah, sanctum. that's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. So the produce is probably fine because they get it delivered daily, but yeah, all meat is bad. Yes. Well then, I'm going to just look around. I don't know if you want me to roll a perception check or whatever, but like go go in, you know, into the kitchen, look around into the like dining area, look around and then up and down like the stairs in there. All right, so you you like look around, you walk around. Um everything is in the exact state that you left it. You go upstairs and see that everything is still destroyed, covered in blood. Um the tables are still uh, the tables and chairs are still thrown all over the place from um, Ariel's tantrum um, when she was like casting cone all over the place. Um, the lockbox filled with coins is gone. So are several of the goblets and and decanters. Um, and then you go downstairs and there's a cellar. And in this cellar, you still see like barrels and tankers. Or sorry. Just barrels and kegs of uh, wine and ale. Anything too valuable has been taken. And then there's a room with a closed locked door. Um, and there's a like clipboard next to the door of this room. And it's empty. There's nothing in that clipboard. Lock picket. The clipboard? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the clipboard, you nerd. Shoulder charge the clipboard. No, the locked door, you idiot. Shoulder charge the clipboard. I will lockpick the door, but first, is it locked for sure? 
Yes, it, you try it and it is locked. Is there a deadbolt on the front of it? No. Then I'm going to try to lock back it. I'm amused that those are questions we now have to be very clear about asking. Well, you do dumb things. <laughs> it ends up resulting in Well, dumb knowing answers. you, you would do it. You would go up to the clipboard and unlock it, like throwing yourself <laughs> against the fucking window. 13. Uh, you unlock the door, and as you unlock it, you are just bombarded with this freezing cold air. You see a therum crystal imbued with the aspect of ice. Ooh. You found a refrigeration unit in her basement. Ooh, well, number one, how big is the crystal? Like, you could carry it. Okay. I don't know. Is it, like, handheld? Like, I could hold yeah. it in my hand? Great. Yeah, and then your hand would freeze, but sure. I'm gonna go deactivate it. Okay, you go and do that. Yeah, and then I'm gonna take it. And the room immediately it. begins to, like, heat up slowly. And I'm gonna take it. Okay, cool. Can I roll a perception check? Definitely. I would also... Anyone have the form scry? No. Mm-mm. Bummer. I was hoping we could do a prologue thing where you guys, like, scryed into the past to see what happened when... Yeah. When you have to time scry, or is that just scry? It's scry time. 17. 17. You look around the room, and you, um... I mean, the biggest thing that catches your attention is just that in the center of the room, there's a table. Um, and it... It's it's just, like, a, a stone table. Um, the rest of the room is made of cobblestone, and then the floor is just sand. And on the floor, you see the, like, remnants of, uh, dripping blood, um, and some necrotic flesh, and some other death goos. You see a dead larva, um, that froze to death in here. Um, and that's about it. Some freaky stuff was going on in here. Well, yeah. They probably no, kept their bodies down here. Bl- yeah, blood and flush down here. Um, and then with your 17 perception check, you also look at the clipboard, and you're able to make out some of the words that were scrawled on the paper above the clipboard because you got that good of a perception check. Um... On the bottom of the clipboard, where the bottom of the page would have been, you see one column with some kind of scribble that you can't read, and then the next column um, is... You don't know what this column would be, but in this column you see the name Mathis. I'm angry. Yeah, me too. I say that in like the most monotone voice like out loud. Like, I'm angry. Well, what do we do? Mathis has probably heard that they've all left town and that Red's dead. Curious how you think he would have known this. Like, how he would have heard this. From his mute half-orcs, you think? You think they told him? You don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. Word could have probably traveled fast about, like, like, the Savory Sanctum being destroyed in waves. Because that was a pretty powerful fit that she had. So it's it's an okay assumption. I don't think he would have been that far gone by the time we got to the the cathedral. Yeah, but we don't know what's in that like back place. There could be like an escape like 
Brom, would you like to when when uh, Sylvie and Humility are discussing this, and Humility mentions an escape mm-hmm. thing, would you like to roll another history check specifically about the church? Three. Okay. Thinking back to where you had been, you know that that hallway was repurposed. It was something that was dug out of the original Grand Cathedral. Something is hidden back there. But how do you hide something so large in a church? You you can't like really think what would be over there because you just don't really know. You don't remember what was boarded up and everything. But you and Sylvie do have a history of learning things from the library. So... So the library then? Yeah, I think so. You guys head to the library. Um, it's the it's like the grand library of the Grand Cathedral, so it has any book that you could think of. Um, in any edition, they have retranscribed books, all this kind of stuff. What are you looking for here? You should look for anything that's gonna have to do with like I don't know, maybe stuff they were doing before with phylacteries or dead people. Okay. Maybe? Uh, I go up to the nearest librarian and I literally say that. <laughs> We're looking for anything that has to do with phylacteries or dead people. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The history, um, the history of phylacteries or dead people. Ooh, the history of phylacteries. Mm. Hey, Why? question really quick. Um, where do you live? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I realized it as I was making that voice. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Why? Do you ask about phylacteries, I mean? Oh, I Why? was just interested in learning about the history of phylacteries or dead people. Why such an interest? These things are interesting. What he said. Well, I hate to tell you this, and I really hate that I'm the one that has to tell you, but that is for... The car- that information is for the Cardinals and the Arcatherian only. It's in the reserve collection, honey. Oh, no. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you. Um, hey, Brom. Yeah? Uh, c- come with me for a second. Okay. Hey, where's the reserve collection? Good question. Where is Brom, that? Brom, you know where it is. Perfect. You know where it is. I tell you. It's over there. We're going. I'm into that. Is it just Humility and Brom going? No, I'm going okay. too, nerd. We, we can bring Sylvie. Sylvie was kind of off to the side, not <laughs> participating in the conversation, because for some reason, Brittany did not include you. So. <laughs> well, Sylvie's I not going to su- know where it's at. I was surprised that she didn't just take off by herself, honestly. <laughs> That's a good point. I'm and growing. And also, Brittany... Brom and Sylvie met in the library. Right, but I'd assume that like the reserve collection is like a like a church specific thing and that Fair. Sylvie wouldn't know where it was. Alright, so you guys head over to the uh the the reserve collection. Brom takes you right there and um Brom, you've known this the whole time, but I don't know why you didn't share this with humility. Um probably because I didn't give you this information. But the reserve <laughs> collection is caged. So it is caged within a, like, a nice, heavily locked door. 
um, with alarms. And I didn't tell Humility because she didn't ask about security, just where it was. That's true. That's I'm not true. super concerned about security. Yeah. Um, okay. How do we get in? You're the rogue, Boo Bear. Mm. Do you, can you like dispel any of the alarms or is it like, like mechanical alarms or is it magical? I did say that they were ethereal alarms. Okay. Um, can you dispel those or? I'd sure love to. I don't know. Can I see where any of these, um, forms or effects are like originating from? Um, you can see that there is a large theorem crystal uh, protected by some glass uh, that ends up powering a whole bunch of different alarms. And it's just behind some glass? Yeah, just behind some glass. Mm. I mean, it's also behind the bars, Mm -hmm. but yeah, it's on the ceiling behind the bars, Mm -hmm. behind some glass. Is there a ceiling that would be accessible that I could, like, climb around, like... The bars go from ceiling to floor. Could I squeeze through the bars? Oh boy. You know, it'd be silly of me to say no, so go ahead and roll an acrobatics <laughs> and try. <laughs> you cool. Try. Yikes. Do that. Hey, so, uh, if I roll two sixes... You get to roll two more two d6s. More. Okay. Yes. Twenty-one. All right. Dangers, that's a high fucking number. All right, so you you get your head in first, because that's the hardest part to go through. But you're a gnome, so it works out. And then, with the help of Sylvie and Brom, they push the rest of you through. And you are now inside the reserve collection. You have not triggered any of the alarms. And you're surrounded by dusty old bookshelves filled with books that are chained to said bookshelves um, with a like padlock connecting the book to the chain and you also have no linguistic skill so you have and you barely know how to read since you're a street orphan and this is where you are where are the triggers for the alarms from uh, you would need to roll an etheria check okay well, I rolled a two. Oh, you have no clue. Yeah. Hey, Brom. Yep. Where are the triggers for these alarms? Uh, let me check. Uh, I rolled a 14. 14? <laughs> uh, the trigger for the, the alarms go off when somebody tries to tamper with the lock. Ah. <laughs> Is that it? Yes. <laughs> so I could walk across the floor and nothing's gonna, like... Yes. Oh my god, you lucky bean. (laughs) New question. Can I... Can I climb up to where the uh, Therum Crystal is and deactivate it? You can climb on top of the bookshelves, but that Therum Crystal is way above the bookshelves. Like, let's say five meters above the bookshelves. So is that a no? I mean... (laughs) You did just roll a 21 to squeeze between the bars. If you climb on top of the bars and then somehow manage to Spider-Man your way across the ceiling to then break the glass and take the Theorem Crystal, then yeah, you could do that. Is it like a completely smooth ceiling or are there like banisters? Yes. 
No, it's a, it's a stone ceiling. Bullshit. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> let me let me just make this off of uh, uh, like pull this entire library out of my ass. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Wait, you didn't? And you guys are going the hardest way about it. <laughs> Not like sorry. when I when no. I made no. this thing out of the like the moment I created it, I created like two or three different solutions that would have made a lot of sense. And you went with squeezing your little tiny head through the bars. Well, what else would have made sense? Stealing the keys off the librarian. Oh, that would have been smart. (laughs) (laughs) We're fucking dumb. I didn't think that she would... I don't think that the librarian would have keys. Yeah, we're dumb. I didn't think so either. (laughs) I thought they just, like, used... I thought they used some like ma- magical mantra or something and opened the door. Legit. Or like you had to have two airbenders like working in tandem to like, open the door. Yep. Are the bookshelves closer than the gate to the alarm? I don't know what you are asking. Um, like if you were to measure the distance between the top of the gate and the top of the bookshelves, which of those two things would be closer to the alarm? So the gate is connected to the bars which go all the way to the ceiling correct and then the bookshelves the distance between the bookshelves and the alarm is five meters and the distance between the bars and the alarm greater than five meters okay so i'm going to climb the bookshelves all right you're on top of the book roll athletics athletics. (laughs) 12 Alright, you climb on top of the bookshelves and Brom and Sylvie watch on the opposite side of the reserve section as this one meter tall gnome stands on top of these bookshelves with four meters left to cross to somehow touch the Therum crystal that is still encased in glass. I ask quietly, Now what? (laughs) (laughs) And you hear from some distance in the library, Shh! (laughs) And I'm just up on these bookshelves. So you said that if I touched this ice theorem crystal, my hand would freeze, right? Probably. Okay. It'll get cold. Don't forget that you have warp. Does humility have warp? Oh, yeah, you do. does have warp. Can I warp over a bare, like like an empty distance? Yes. (laughs) You can warp in any direction you please. Great, so I'm going to warp over to the thing. Alright, you warp... Oh, sorry. Mark your AP. You warp those remaining four meters, and you are against the the glass. What's your plan here? Because you're about to fall five meters. <laughs> oh, I assumed it was like a box. No. I can't, like, cl- I can't like hold on to the box? Floor it is ceiling. a glass case attached to the ceiling. With a therum crystal inside the glass case. I guess I misunderstood the uh, the thing you were describing. I thought it was like chandelier-esque. Oh no, I'm sorry. It, it, I, I thought that encased in a glass case made sense. But whatever. Do you want me to send you a picture of what I thought that you were saying? Cause you I don't could. need to send me a picture. You don't need to send me a picture. You could just tell me what the hell your plan is now that you're <laughs> some, like <laughs> on this glass case. Um... Is it, is it like small enough that I could have my hand on either side of it and like hold on to it? Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm gonna do. You're gonna roll a 
what are you going to roll to hold yourself up? Athletics? Acrobatics? Okay, do it. <clears throat> Probably not acrobatics, babe. Either way, I rolled a 12. All right, sweet. You roll a 12, might, or a 12 athletics. You are holding on with okay. both your hands. Okay. Well, my misunderstanding of the orientation and uh, appearance of this serum crystal has really put a dent in my plans. Um, can I use Ray <laughs> to, like, super spy, like, cut a circle in the glass? Okay, I see what you're saying. Does that yes. work like that? I can do that? <laughs> Yay! I'm so happy. This is some have... Sly Cooper shit. <laughs> so, yes, I can do that? Yes, you can do that. Okay, I'm gonna do that. Okay. Um, roll your attack against the glass. Okay. I want to be clear, I don't want to make it shatter. I just want to cut a yes. hole in it. Okay. You're controlling the form to the point where you are able to just, like, because, um, just, like, create the circle without shattering. I understand. I roll a six. A six does it. You manage to, um, hit the glass that you are touching, and you take your hand in a little circle, and you've cut a hole in the glass, and it falls inward. It falls inside the case, since your hand was pressed up against it. Mm-hmm. Does it make a really loud noise? No, it makes a little blink sound. Yes. Can I reach it? The, the therum, therum crystal, crystal or the glass? The therum yes, crystal. you can reach the therum crystal. I'm going to reach in there and deactivate it. All right. You reach in there and you deactivate it. The alarms are turned off. And then I warp back to the bookshelf and climb back down. Okay, you do that. Okay, and then I go back over to the gate and I am going to unlock it. <laughs> Roll a lockpick. Okay. Nine. You do not unlock it. What? What? A nine does not unlock the door. Can I try again? Sure. What about an 11? 11 does not unlock oh the door. God, get me out of here. What's happening to me? Get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, what do I do? <laughs> Same. But the books, the books are chained to the shelves. I can't bring them. They're chained to the shelves via padlocks. Just oh, trying okay. to unlock the book. Okay. And then if you could pass the book through the bars, I could read it. Yeah. Um, I can't really read. That's okay. <laughs> I can. No, but how am I gonna know? <laughs> What's You're just the gonna right have book? to bring me every book. I'm gonna squeeze back through the bars. I'm gonna get Brom, and we're gonna warp through the bars. Okay. You warp. You, you squeeze through. I'm gonna let you use your same acrobatics. Um, and then Brom warps in there with you after you grab him and warp through. And now you are both in the reserve section of the library without Sylvie. She's our lookout. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> Sylvie, roll a perception check. Please roll well. Uh, seven. All right. Nobody's coming that you can see. You can't see anybody coming. That was the a better way to phrase clear. that you think <laughs> all right so find this book yep should i roll something okay i will give you an 
advantage perception check since you have been to the library. You haven't been to the reserve section, but you know how this library is organized, so you can probably find what you're looking for. Okay. 12. Um, 12 so perfect. plus advantage would be what, 15? Yep, plus 3. So 15. Yep. You make your way through the reserve section and you like follow the same organizational patterns until finally you find um, a few different books. Um, one has a um, detailed account of the construction and modifications done to the Grand Cathedral since its original construction centuries ago. And then another is a, um, a record from the cleric Tobias and his um, detailed autopsy accounts that he did for students before phylacteries were made. Um, is it in his handwriting? Yes, it is. Can I recognize it from any of the things I've picked up in the last day? Sure. Um, he shares the same handwriting as the note on Solus. Alright. Um, do I need to do anything with this book? Well, it's locked. Yeah. Hey, humility. Can you unlock this book? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Can I unlock this book? Uh, yeah, roll your, roll your check. Twelve. Um, yeah, you managed to <laughs> unlock it. And... Um, the book is now free of its chain. I'm gonna take it. Mm. Hmm. How big is the book? Um, which one did you grab? The, the one about the, the cathedral from before the modifications. Um, that one is a lot thicker because it's still being added to right. since modifications are being made to the cathedral fairly frequently um so that one's that one's a bit thicker yeah i think i think this is really all we should need and if we decide we need something else we can like come back but we should dip so i'm gonna take the book all right sounds good you guys grab the book and then uh britney humility warps with brahm through the reserve section and you guys are all set and ready to go the coast is still clear Back to should my house, because we shouldn't be in the dorms with the thing. Should we try and stash the book so as we leave, people don't see us with it? Oh, yeah. Do you have, like, a bag or a satchel? I, mean, I have something holding some therm crystals. So. I'm going to do that, then. I'm just going to stuff it in my bag, and we should just casually leave. Maybe flip off the librarian as we do so. No, we should not do that. We should not draw attention to ourselves. That is very fair. Except flip Duke. her off in your mind. Or flip him off in your mind. Oh, well. We've never determined the librarian's gender, nope, so... The not. librarian is question mark, but it doesn't matter if they're still mean. You guys leave the library with this book tucked into your bag, and you head back to Humility's place? Yes. Yeah. All right. So you arrive at Humility's place, where Hubris is chilling on one of your barren couches. All right, you go to read this book. Yep. You said your in, your base insight is three, correct? Three, yes, sir. Okay, so you recall seeing the raven on top of the highest tower in the church. And then you start looking through the book. Anything specific you're looking for? That seemed very foreshadowing, so let's look around for modifications done to the tower. 
Okay, so the tower itself was the original piece of the Grand Cathedral. And the Order Eternal did not begin as a religious sect. It began as a educational institution, which is why it still has this library and everything, and it still teaches its clerics um, everything ethereal that they can learn. Um, and so their pinnacle of success was educating their students. And you see that when the church or when when the grand cathedral was first built beneath the tower was an educational auditorium for those who were interested in learning about ethereal means to survive the wilds um as you flip through the pages you see that um after the discovery and the invention of the phylactery the need to study bodies and death was not necessary, according to Arcathir and Arbron. And so this portion of Grand Cathedral was sealed off. Um, walls, matching cobblestone walls, were built to hide ancient hallways. Um, doors were removed, and some portions were just outright collapsed. But there was one spot that they left alone. And it's because of the rumors of it being haunted. There's a shoot where the clerics and professors disposed of the bodies of those they studied. But but this shore this this shoot leads out to a cave on the shore of Drakemaw Lake. And that is still an accessible method of reaching um, this auditorium. That's, uh, terrible. Alright. Do we know, or do I know, or does the book have any sort of indication as to where the nearest access to this chute would be? There is a map of the island itself, and it indicates where this chute is. Um, not necessarily out of, like, a historical sense, like, oh, isn't this a cool little piece of history? It's actually marked so that at some point when the order feels it is time they can go ahead and seal up this cave but that cave has not been sealed yet so yeah they it indicates exactly where this cave lets out oh scared but we should go there so as you head over to where this entrance should be you actually find decker's um shooting range not quite on the shore once again this is over in the swampy area um but it is fairly close to the to where the cave is, um, and as you're kind of looking around the edge of the lake, you notice that there is no longer a shore. It's all just like cobble and brick cliffside. Decker sees you, Brom, and approaches and says, "Hey, haven't seen you in days, Brom. I was worried you'd given up." No, I just had a job. Had some stuff I had to do. Sounds sounds like you had a job that paid well enough to come back and give it another shot then, right? <laughs> shot. That's a good one. It was a good one to try. <laughs> um, maybe. I'm actually wondering, do you have a boat that I could, or we could borrow? You could borrow it at a cost. Oh, of course. I wouldn't think to 
take it from you for nothing. How how long do you intend to borrow my boat? Oh man, we shouldn't be gone very long. How about I rent it from you for I don't know an hour. I will charge you for an hour. Cool. One gold. Oh hell yeah. For each hour over that hour, I will charge you ten. Brom, and he holds out his hand for his payment. Uh, I'm gonna hand him three gold. If this is this it's, isn't gonna get you, out it's of it's the, fine. It's a tip for being such a thanks. chill dude. Come with me, and he takes you down through a shooting range where a whole bunch of these other preppers are, you know, shooting and missing at his targets. Of course. Um, and there's a small dock off to the side of the shooting range where he has his boat where he repairs um, his shooting range and everything. And it's a tiny little rowboat meant to fit, like, three or four people, but definitely no more than four. Um, And he tells you, I'll see you in an hour or so, Brom. Yeah, more so. Good luck! And he turns around and um, bites on the coin that you gave him and then is satisfied and leaves. Sweet. Alright, let's do this. Cool. You guys hop in this little rowboat. It's a little dinky rowboat, and it is made of wood, so some of the steaming water does get through the seams a little bit. So, following the map, you can... Like I said, the shore's eroded. So, Mm -hmm. you continue on where the shore should have been, and you do end up finding this cave opening that is kind of used more as a it's like also a sewer and that's where the map indicates the chute comes out of so you guys row in there um it takes you about 10 minutes because it's you got to get there and then row in and uh you find that the shore isn't entirely eroded over here um there are several pipelines that lead from uh the city's you know more wealthy sewer system that um, but you you see the shore and you shore up the boat and there you are where the chute leads down and in this area it's clear that you're in the right spot because there are just loads and piles of old skeletons <laughs> in this little alcove and nobody else can see this by the way because only Brom has dark vision um, I'd just like to pull us up on shore and get out and then find out if we have any way of creating light. Uh, go ahead and roll a perception check. Uh, 14. 14. Okay, so first off, there is a torch on the boat nice. that Decker uses to light his way when he's, um, actually, no, not a torch, a lantern. He's got a lantern on that boat. You just need to light it. Um, but he uses it to see while he's replacing um, targets and stuff and then also with your perception check Brom you do see where the chute comes out um, in the back of the cave there's this um, very smooth finished stone area that is almost like a slide that leads up into something cool you guys got that lantern lit and then um, humility and Sylvie you are able to see um by this time it's been kind of getting it's like late afternoon so the sh- the sun is beginning to reflect off the lake um guiding into the the little cave alcove that you guys have found um so you guys could always see the water 
but now at the lantern slit, you see the bones and humility and Sylvie, you are able to look around just briefly before several other lights begin to appear. And from the bones, from the like six piles of bones, wisps rise. Oh no, no. And move toward you. Can we tell are those the lights that we were seeing? Or are there those also are, Oh sorry. Those are the lights you Oof. were seeing, yes. No, it's okay. It's not what I thought it was. It's gonna be fine. What did you think it was? I thought it was a whole bunch of brood mothers. <laughs> oh god, that was <laughs> no. I thought we were so fucked. We would be so fucked, oh, yeah. No. No, okay. there are just six wisps, just Ooh. six, okay. um, that fly out of the various piles of bones, and they immediately begin to move towards you to attack. Nice. Let's roll initiative, huh? Yes. So it is going to go ally, ally, enemy, ally. I say that for the podcast. I know it's... No, I know. Backbone. All right. Who is going to go first? If we cast life on wisps... Is that bad for us? Um, you, as your character, don't know that unless you roll a nature check of some sort. Could I try Etheria? Would that work? Or Not on this guy. Damn. No. No, that's fine. Does anybody else know? I have nature. I can find out. Oh, please. I rolled a three. You have no idea. Shit. You know that they're spirits, so they were probably classified as undead, but you have no idea. You could try. Yep, I'm gonna. Do you guys mind if I go first? You go. Alright, I'm gonna cast Meteor with the life aspect. Okay. (laughs) Just like tear it up. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So I'm just gonna cast Meteor and add the life aspect for one additional AP, so it'll cost me four, which will put me at a three risk. Okay, sounds good. 14 to hit. 14 to hit their will? Yep. You successfully hit. Oh, yeah. 11, 14 life damage. 14 life damage. Awesome. You drop this meteor, these meteors of life, <laughs> and they just keep falling down on top of these wisps and you guys as well. Um, and nothing happens, and the wisps keep heading towards you. Well. Uh, another ally. Richard, would you like to roll your endurance? Um, I'm going to cast Ray on one of the wisps. A two? <laughs> um, Six. So you um, you take four damage, and the amount of life you guys gain from these life meteors is going to be halved. Okay. All right, Britt, so you're casting Ray? Yep, I'm going to aim at one of them, and I'm going to cast Ray. I roll a six. Versus Will? Yep. You successfully hit. Yay! Um, so assuming that the death or the as- life aspect hasn't done anything, will the death aspect do anything? I mean, obviously, like... With your three, you have no idea. No idea. Okay, well, I'm just going to use Aether, I guess, because I don't want to risk it. So I rolled an eight nature, if that helps. It won't right now, but it can later. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> Did she infuse it with death or no? No, I didn't. Um, I roll an eight for damage. Okay. You deal eight damage. Are you rolling at one of the like closest ones or Yeah, one of the closest ones. 
Alright, cool. Um, you see it, it does a good amount of damage to that guy, and it's hurting. Um, and then the wisps all converge on... Uh, well, some of the, three of them are going to go at Humility, the other three are going to go for Braum. Um, they cast Sap Life on mm. you guys. Um, this will be targeting Will. The first one is a four against Brom. Second one is an eight against Brom. Yep. Okay. Sorry, seven against Brom is what I meant. Um, seven, I tie. Okay, so that, nope, nothing happens. And then the last one is an eight, and that one does hit. Brittany, the first one is a five against your will. Yep. Next one is a seven. Yep. And the last one is a seven. Yep. Okay. Brom, yep. you take um, seven damage. Ooh. And then humility, this first one is going to be how much heals the guy that you damaged, uh, is going to be five. So this guy's down to only three damage dealt. And then your total amount damaged, oh, that's not too bad, is going to be 13. Your total amount damaged is 13. That is including the five that that one regained. Cool. Sylvie, you're next. With your nature check, you can identify that death affects the wisps normally, mm -hmm. and life affects the wisps normally. Yeah, you so, should stop that meteor now. Yeah. yeah. As soon as mm -hmm. my turn comes up. <laughs> that's what you learn. Uh, you don't really know why, but that's why. I guess I'm gonna just touch one of the ones and try to sap it. Okay. Roll your attack versus their will. Six. That successfully hits. Yay. Uh, I'm gonna do another aether point to do more damage. Sounds good. Or to sap more. Eight. Which one did you touch? Um, one that was already damaged or one that has not been damaged? I guess one that's already been damaged. All right, then you kill it. You sap the rest of its life, which is a total of uh, six, and you regain six hit points if you had not already regained six hit points. Cool. That's the end of my turn. Fantastic. We're at the top of the order. Who's going to go next? Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to stop that meteor immediately. Sounds good. All right. Um, then... I'm going to just sap one of the nearest ones to me. Sounds good. Just roll your attack. Cool. You successfully hit. Four damage. Alright. You deal four damage, you gain four HP. Um, and that's... What's up? Um, Aether. Because I'm not going to use life. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so then yeah, you AP. just regain four AP. Okay, cool. Alright, you steal the rest of that one's Aether and it runs away. Sweet. And flies through <laughs> a wall. Perfect. Bye. See ya. Um, I'm going to go next. Alright. And I'm going to continue my ray. Sounds good. You're going to... The one that um, you had dealt damage to, Maddie killed. Oh, Maddie. Now I, I have help. to, now I have to I attack helped. again. I helped. I helped. You couldn't have, attacked, you couldn't have attacked a one that I had already got. Maddie. I forgot that you did ray, okay? Jeez, I rolled a six. A six? It sucks to be me. You hit. Okay. And I roll a seven for that one. 
Uh, seven damage? Yeah. Seven life damage? No, so just seven damage. Are you? Oh, you're. You're. A, that's right. She's, okay. Yeah. Ray. Sorry. Ray, I, Ray, for some reason, sap. I was stuck on sap. That's All right. Good. So you deal seven damage to this guy, and once again, it's hurting pretty bad, but it's still floating there. Um. At that point, the enemies are gonna. The wisps are gonna go again. Um. The one that you dealt damage to is going to attack you with life sap again. The remaining three are just gonna do a regular sap. Oh boy. Um. Brom. A four doesn't hit, right? Nope. But an eight does? Yes. Great. And then humility, uh, a five hits, and so will a seven. Okay, so Brom, you lose seven AP. Damn. Humility, oh boy, you lose four life. Sorry, give me a second. And then... 5 AP. Okay. And then Sylvie, you're next. Um, I'll sap AP just from a regular one, I guess. Okay. 7. To hit, you hit. Um, how much is that? Uh, 10. 10, you steal all of its AP. <laughs> Radical. Um, anybody opposed to me going? Nope, you go for it. I'm gonna ray one of them. The one that did not hit me. Um, six, so. Six to hit? Yeah. You hit? Sweet. Five damage? Awesome. You deal five damage to that guy. And it's just a, it's, sorry, what attack was it, a ray? Perfect. Sweet, you deal five damage. Um, who's next? Uh, me. Sweet, go for it. I'm gonna continue my ray. Sounds good, deal your damage. Yeah. Well, this is a little bit overkill, but uh, 16. Oh, yeah, you fucked it up. Yeah. And then it's their turn. Um, the one that did not manage to hit you, Brom, is now fleeing, um, but it does not quite get to the wall. And then there's one left attacking Humility, and the other one that was attacking you, Brom, is going to go after Sylvie now. The one attacking Sylvie gets an 8 versus your will. Yep. And then the one attacking... Humility got a, a five versus will oh, every time. Humility. Um, this is going to be for AP. They're just doing an aether sap. Um, Sylvie, you lose seven AP. Humility, you lose eight AP. How far away did the wisp get that ran away from me? Um, six meters. All right, cool. Sylvie, you're next. All right, I'm going to sap the one that's in front of me. Sounds good. Nine. You hit. Cool. Uh, I'm upping my dice again by one AP. Okay. Um, and that's eight. Eight? All right, you regain or You gain eight AP. It still has AP left, though. How many wisps are left? Uh, three. Okay. Uh, I'm going to ray another one of them. Okay. Sounds good. Five to hit? Yeah. Uh, Will? Yeah. Successful, sorry. Yeah. Uh, 22. Holy damage? Yeah. Alright, which one I were you attacking? A, I the rolled one in a couple of, sixes. The one in front of Sylvia or the one in front of you? The one in front of me. Alright, you killed him. <laughs> Fantastic. 
who's next? Um, can I go? Yep. Sweet. I'm gonna continue my ray on this one that's running. Sweet. Deal your um, damage. Yeah. Can we, in the middle of a ray, add AP to pump that damage? Yes. Yes. I'm gonna add one. Ten damage. Sweet. It is dead. Yeah. Whoops. There is one left. It is right in front of Sylvie, and it's gonna use its last AP to do a life sap on Sylvie. Four versus Will. Um, actually, that's a tie, so I get it. Yep. So <laughs> yeah. It does not hit you, Sylvie. It is your turn. I'm ringing this boy. Do it. Ten. To hit. Yep. Successful. Up in my AP again. Um, ten to hit. Ten damage. Ten damage, and you finish that one off as well. All the wisps are dead except for that one that ran away, but it's gone. The tunnel is clear. All that's left is the chute and these pile of bones, and the sun is beginning to set behind the trees. The light of the sun reflects off the water in a way that now lights the area a little bit more. And you see, at the base of the chute, this raven is back. It's been waiting here for you. And it says, All right, let's see what you can do. Hey everyone, it's Brittany. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. I don't think we have any new names this week, but if you do want your name on the show, tweet about us using hashtag TheForgeCast or follow us on Facebook or Podbean. Also, a thank you to Darren Curtis, who's the guy who produces the music we use in the show. He produces a lot of music for commercial and non-commercial projects to use for free. So check him out at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. Our alpha guide is now live, so if you want to try that out and play Necroforge, uh, just go to bit.ly forward slash forge alpha, and that's forge with a PH. Um, and you can sign up, uh, Just you just have to put in your email and your name, and uh, we will get that sent to you as soon as we can. If you have any questions or comments about the show, email us at guildofmisfits at gmail.com, or you can also contact us through Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Our next episode is going to be up on July 5th. And again, thank you guys so much for listening.